0: Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk, back again with you guys for another episode of the Arsenal Transfer Show, joining you every morning at 8am UK time, hope you're doing good, hope you're doing well, thank you so much as always for making this a part of your morning Routine. Um, it is uh, always a pleasure to join you and uh, it is of course a brand new week and we start with the build up to Arsenal's match against Manchester City on Friday. We'll be bringing you plenty of content in the lead up to that game. Lots of big decisions need to be made um i feel like it's monday but it's tuesday uh maybe it's because i had monday off felt like a sunday but uh yes uh we start this week in the lead up to that game against man city i'm gonna be there which i'm absolutely buzzing about um at the etihad stadium on friday working that fixture so uh hopefully get some extra insight though i wouldn't typically be available to us good morning to people joining us in the chat box nsw morning to you um Let's go to Damien and Oli, although I feel I'm getting the feeling that maybe StreamYard has robbed those early people. Um, uh Marcus was indeed first clincy as well Yomi Anthony Stevie good morning to you guys I don't know why Streamyard is just being mean at the moment and robbing uh the uh, accolade of getting in first spot uh maybe someone at Streamyard listens to the pods and they never get first and they're sick of it so they're uh, <laughs> they're cutting people out uh Vivian Tebby good morning to you uh Jake Afsar, Hill Martin Amira uh, Gavin Lynn good morning guys Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. And everybody else joining us. I can't just go through the whole list like a school register. (laughs) But James, thank you so much for the donation as well. That means a lot. And thank you for supporting the channel. Uh, Really appreciate the kind gesture. Um, Yesterday was great, by the way. Just give you a little bit of an insight into something I did. I met lots of people that you'll recognize Uh, If you're watching on or listening rather on audio platforms, maybe hop over to uh, the uh, YouTube side of things to come and uh, (laughs) have a look at the photo. But uh, our good friend Mike from the Gooners Pod thought it would be a funny idea if uh, we went to a restaurant that he always goes to when he comes to London because it's called Canton. Uh, it's a Chinese restaurant in Leicester Square, but uh, as you can see, there's uh, an amazing group of people there: Pablo, Owen, Albert, Lee, Judges, Sophie, Harry, Simeu, uh, Jared Carver, of course, uh, fantastic uh, member on the channel. First time meeting him, which was great. Uh, Tom and uh, and Co as well. Uh, it was fantastic meeting everybody um, yesterday and seeing everybody. And uh, it was a it was actually quite a good meal. I'll be very honest. My uh, my namesake can do a fine. Uh, Singapore rice noodle. It was was very nice indeed. Anyway, let's move forwards and talk about our stories of the day. Um, Work continued on the stadium artwork and will continue forward. There's hope that if the weather remains uh, as good as it can be, that the Brentford game is what's being aimed at to get full reaction. I'm hoping to be able to go to that game to get some fan reactions outside the stadium to the artwork, which would be great to see. Um, but obviously it depends on the weather. If it holds off, they'll be able to continue um, putting up the the artwork. But until then, we'll have to hold. hopefully just keep our fingers crossed that indeed the weather stays dry. Uh, Arsenal have announced the signing of Jakob Kivio. Uh, he obviously joined us uh, on Monday and uh, was officially announced. He joined us, I think, well... He was over for the game against Man United over the weekend, done all the interviews and stuff and was announced yesterday. Spoke really openly about how his style of play is, about passing and progression. And he likes being in teams that like to control the ball. Um, and, of course, the club are very happy to get the deal done. I'm sure we, there's even a chance we might see him play against Manchester City on Friday. We'll have to wait and see if that indeed does happen. Uh, Moises Caicedo, moving into more transfer news, has changed agents. And Arsenal are said to be amongst a number of teams, including Chelsea and Liverpool, uh, that are indeed monitoring the situation. We know that Chelsea have already had a, v- a bid rejected for Moises Caicedo if this change of agents is because he wants them to be able to negotiate a potential move this winter maybe it could spark Arsenal into action but at the moment all their interest is said to be is just monitoring uh, the situation they aren't as actively pursuing Caicedo right now like Chelsea are Uh, Lampard was of course sacked as Everton boss according to Belgian football journalist Sasha Tavalieri this has opened a potential exit door only six months after he arrived from Lille for Amadou another Anana, the Belgian international, has been probably the brightest spark amongst a very disappointing Everton team. Defensive midfielder playing in a position that, of course, Arsenal need cover and depth in. And Arsenal were linked quite heavily to Anana last summer when he was at Lille. Were said to be one of the clubs, along with West Ham and, of course, Everton, who signed him, uh, to be looking at Anana, Arsenal said to be considering a potential move if, indeed, an opportunity does arrive. Although, as we know, they have got that interest in Declan Rice. So, there you go. Uh, very funny, Dan Robert. I get the joke. <laughs> um, Gazetta della Sports in Italy. So, let's get our salt shakers at the ready, people. Have claims that Arsenal want to sign Weston Uh Juventus are said to be open to selling the USA international between 20 and 25 million euros. Mckenny of course, has been playing at the World Cup with the U.S. men's national team. Uh, and it's done pretty well since moving from Schalke to Juve. It was potentially a bit of a move that people didn't necessarily expect to happen. Uh, he's a progressive midfielder, does like to get forwards more in the eight role than the six, although it's said that he can cover there. Very athletic player, uh, plenty of running in him. I'm not sure he's the right player for us, to be honest. Depth-wise, Yes, he probably pushes the needle a bit compared to Laconger and Elneny in those positions, but obviously is not going to be someone I don't think that necessarily competes with um with the likes of uh, Partey and Jacques, I think they are a level above and if we are going to bring a midfielder in, is it worth investing around 20 to 25 million in a player that doesn't bring you com- competition to those players? I'm not so sure, especially when we might be eating into a potential budget that can be used to sign someone genuinely competitive to our starting options in the summer transfer window. Uh, Now, Cedric is said to be now closer to moving to Fulham. It seems like this story changes every day. Every day we talk about Cedric. One day it's close. Another day it's it's struggling because of personal terms. Another day it's close again. But the latest information is that Fulham's loan with an option to buy in the summer is a deal that could be closed in the coming days. This, of course, has had a big impact on Arsenal's potential pursuit of their own right-back target. And has unfortunately seen had a bit of a detrimental impact on it because the latest information regarding Ivan Fresneda coming out of Spain is that Borussia Dortmund are said now to have taken the lead in the race to sign Ivan Fresneda. As we heard from David Ornstein yesterday, Arsenal and Dortmund have both agreed 15 million euro deals for the 18 year old right back. However, we are still yet to hear about a public decision being made. What I will say is that the outlet that reported this story, Pasella News, has been covering this in quite a lot of detail, did also report that he had effectively told Arteta and Arsenal that he wanted to go there. So how much detail there is, how much truth there is in this story that's coming out, I am a little bit reserved about, but as we know and as we heard from David Ornstein, both Dortmund and Arsenal have agreed a deal with Real Valladolid for the potential signing of Ivan Fresnader. Um, the opportunity of course at, at Dortmund you imagine would be more immediately available to him uh, they are said though to apparently want him immediately whereas Arsenal might be more willing to let him leave on loan back to Real Lead for the rest of the season Arsenal have options in that position Borussia Dortmund in fairness also have plenty of options at right back they have plenty of players that can play in that position but it's difficult to see Arsenal, if this is the case, suddenly turning this around after the deal has been agreed between the clubs. It creates uh, usually a very smooth and swift process once a team takes a lead in this position. But fingers crossed, hopefully Arsenal can turn this one around. Um, We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to await news. And as soon as we hear anything, of course, you'll know that I'll bring you that update in hopefully tomorrow morning's show. Uh, Fingers crossed we can get this done because he seems to be a very talented player. I've just pressed pause On the tactical breakdown for this reason, I have got an expert lined up, fingers crossed for the show, should indeed he look like he is moving closer to Arsenal, so I'll bring you that tactical breakdown if indeed it looks like he's getting to a point where he'll be signing, but with this very much up in the air now, it has delayed that show a little bit, just to be honest with you, I don't want to do a Mudrick or a Joao Felix and then see him move to Dortmund after doing a lot of work, so just be, uh, let's be patient on the fresnader thing just for the moment move to part two and your questions right after this Okay, uh, part two is off. Let's uh, jump into the chat box and take some of your questions. Uh, Lynn says, Tom, if you had to make the choice between Declan Rice or Sergei Milinkovic-Savic, I would pick Savage. Who would you pick? I would pick Rice. <laughs> Not just to be different, Lynn. Um, I just think that the Premier League experience, the age, I think these things suit Arsenal a lot better. Um, you know, we get a lot more years out of Rice than we would out of Milinkovic-Savic. I also think that the desire to bring in a 6 is is greater than the left sided eight, which is where Savage would play. I don't think Savage would necessarily play where Partey is playing for us. Right now. I think he could for sure. But I think Rice is obviously more suited to that position. Um and I think also you have to consider the fact that the number of sixes that could really replace Partey aren't that out there. Whereas I think there are a lot more box-to-box midfielders that are available out there and could be potentially viable in the summer. And that's why I lean more towards Rice than I do Milinkovic Savage. Um, Penny Win says, do you think that because we've lost one game this season that it helps us with the pressure of our title challenge? Had we still been unbeaten at this stage, maybe that would be coming a bit of a narrative. It almost certainly would. I remember when Man City were going ridiculously unbeaten or Liverpool were going unbeaten. It's all people could talk about. And then as soon as they lost a the game it was, oh, well, that's over. It was a kind of a big dip uh, in their confidence. So, yes, maybe the fact that we have dropped a, a loss this season in the league actually is removing that element of things. If you remember, like, it's it, there's, there's plenty of teams, I think, that have gone through the years, won a title, having only lost the one – I say plenty. I think there's only a few. I know Arsenal, of course, are one of those under George Graham, um, that won the league title, only losing one game. But – uh, yeah, I think it probably does help actually. It's a, it's a good point. Uh, RD says, Hey Tom, uh, let's start a movement, let's start inviting Fresnader to Arsenal on Instagram. More than a thousand gooners here, plus all your subscribers. We can do it. Look, I always, I'm always in favor of this. If you can send a message to Ivan Fresnader, do it. You know, as long as you're being respectful, <laughs> do it. Tell him to come to Arsenal, let him know he is wanted at the club. We've got to use our our little force that we have to try and sway any potential deal in the future. Um, Sebastian says, what do you think would happen with Norton Cuffy if Arsenal signed Fresnader? I think he would continue to move out on loan, maybe step up to the Premier League next season. He spent time with, uh, uh, he was at Rotherham of course, and uh, now he's gone to to Coventry for the rest of this season. So yeah, look, I think that there is options for him to move and I think he probably will be sold uh, in the future, but Arsenal will get a good fee. You would hope for someone like Britt Nolan who looks like an exciting talent. Yummy says, "What happens when Inketi is in the room? Oh, your defense is in trouble." <laughs> and says, "When do we win the title? And can we have Richard Keys and Gary Neville uh, riding along with the team on the open bus to parade? Uh, the looks on their faces would be brilliant." Um, yeah, the, I love the when in that comment. When we win the title, very, very confident indeed. Amira says, Are the Arteta, Oli, Gunnar Solskjaer, Gerard, Lampard debates finally over? Have I missed anyone else? Was there ever a debate? I I mean, I know Lampard was at Chelsea and Oli was at um, Man United. Gerard never really get into that that kind of level, but Arteta's just a cut above those guys, you know, significantly better at coaching and managing than those guys. Really, really significantly so, as we've seen with Arsenal and we've seen with their own performances uh matt says if rice is our top summer midfield target do you think we need to win the league to get him no i don't uh, i do think though that, that maybe chelsea staying out of european action and arsenal being in champions league football would be a big big help uh, and of course winning the league gives you that accolade and extra money in, in that sense but uh, i think there is enough evidence to suggest to any player that we try and sign the arsenal are on a pathway to try and win titles already so i think that helps us um and of, of course if you could win the league it would help us but uh Uh, I think that we are showing the evidence this season that we are going to be title challengers in seasons to come. And so that is going to help us hopefully with those types of signings. Um, David says, Mudrick is special and I was extremely embarrassed and disappointed when we lost out to Chelsea. However, Trossard's little cameo was impressive, which shows that we're getting steals in an inflated market. I think Arsenal have been good at getting deals for good prices. You know, People talk about Gabriel Jesus' bit of 45 million with one year left on his deal being a really big amount of money for someone with that time left. But in reality, there are a lot of teams interested in, in Jesus. You think about Juventus, Barcelona, Chelsea, Tottenham um, were all interested in Gabriel Jesus. We got it done because we are willing to pay that money. But you look at Zinchenko, 30 million quid. You look at erdogan 30 million quid. Um, you look at Gabriel Magalhaes, uh, twenty-five million pounds. Saliba, twenty-seven million pounds. You know, in the last few years, even with and without Edu and Arteta, in the sense of, of Saliba in particular, we have made some very, very good signings. Martinelli, of course, goes into that group with uh, with Saliba as well. Tierney at twenty-five million. You know, I think we'll make a profit on him when we sell it. Ramsdale. Like, there are so many examples now of players that we've signed for a good amount of money that are having such a massive impact on this team. We're very, we're very smart, I think, in the market. Yes, we can be frustrating. Yes, we might not be able to get our number one targets because we can be priced out of them. But I love the preparedness of this team that when we miss out on a target, we've got someone else lined up, ready and raring to go. The 21 million for Trossard, the 20 million for Kuvio could be the next... Uh, examples for us uh, on this journey so let's wait and see uh, Jason says would you sacrifice the FA Cup and the Europa League to focus on the Premier League uh, not without any guarantees Jason that's for sure <laughs> um, I think the FA look imagine the idea of Arsenal winning a double this season and picking up two trophies that would be you know the Premier League title is unbelievable a really genuine and unbelievable achievement but I don't really want to give up the idea of uh, a double or oh, I don't want to say the word treble because it's always like it. All, you know, quadruples get talked about with league leaders all the time. We're already out of the League Cup, as we know. I was happy going out of that competition. We didn't need it. It was a distraction. The FA Cup, I think, uh, is a fine competition to keep playing in. The Europa League, you know, we need, to pre- we need in a way to prepare ourselves for Champions League football next season that is going to give us the, the challenge of playing strong teams twice a week consistently. So... I don't want to sacrifice them uh, because I don't think there are any guarantees that it's immediately will help us. And I think we are signing depth. You know, you look at our team now. I think we've got, we've got Ramsdale and a good goalkeeper in Turner. And I do like Turner. I know some people aren't convinced by him. I like Turner. I think you look at right back, you've got Ben White, you've got Tommy Asu. Maybe we'll have one of either Cedric or Fresneda. We'll have to wait and see. At right centre-back, you've got Saliba. Ben White can, of course, play there. Tommy Asu can, of course, play there. Rob Holding can, of course, play there. At left centre-back, we've got Gabriel. We've now got Kivior. You've still got Holding and Tommy Asu as well, as I say. At left-back, you've got Zinchenko. You've got Tierney. Again, you've got Tommy Asu that can play there. CDM, that's where it gets a little bit lighter, as we know, and that's why I think we need to make sure we bring a midfielder in between now and the end of the window. Partey, Elneny, Lakonga, Left side of midfield, Xhaka, Lakonga, Smith-Rowe, Vieira can play there. Number eight, attacking a urdegard Smith-Rowe, Vieira, right wing, Saka, arguably Gabriel Jesus. And I was actually talking about this the other day that maybe when Gabriel Jesus comes back, it's not necessarily that he comes in in place of Eddie, but he could be someone that gives Saka a rest on the right-hand side. He's played right. I think I'm going to write about it today because I think it's certainly something that we could consider doing is if we want to give Saka a rest, you start Nketiah and Jesus together and you move Jesus to the right. I think he can play that role. I think he definitely can play that role and has done in the past in Man City. So that's certainly something that we need to think about. Uh, And then, of course, up top, we've got Jesus. We've got Nketiah. You could argue Martinelli could play there as well if we ever wanted him to. Smith Rowe has been back to play false nine. And on the left-hand side, you've got now... Martinelli, Trossard, Smith-Rowe can all play those positions. And arguably, you could say Enketia and Jesus can also play on the left as well. So I think we've got options. Um, and I think we've got enough to be able to cover uh, multiple competitions between now and the end of the season. So, yeah, I think we've got depth. Uh, I think we need to add a little bit more in midfield but uh, we'll wait and see if that turns out to be something that we end up doing this window. Roy say, uh, uh, hi, Tom. Sorry, I missed a few live shows because of the time zone. Oh, that's okay, Roy. You know, tune in when you can, fella. Uh, What do you think uh, the kind of annual accounts Arsenal have this year? Um, The actual financial status, the PR, the league status, Champions League expectation. You know, of course, last season, last year, we made another loss, and we're probably going to make another loss this season because we're not selling players well enough and we're investing a lot of money. However... Getting into the Champions League, potentially finishing in a really high position the Premier League, is going to help us with that. It's going to help us with the revenue. It's going to help us bring money in. And hopefully we can sell some players this summer. We've got Nicola Pepe, Anthony Maitland-Niles, Cedric, uh, Rob Holding potentially, Elneny potentially. Although I think Elneny will probably stay for next season. I think that's probably going to happen. Um in fact, I'm happy to make a prediction right now. I think he'll be here next season. And uh, who else have we got that we could move on? You've got some youth players, I suppose. Brooknot and Cuffey could be sold. Um, there are other young players coming through that also. Balogun. Balogun could be sold. You know, there's a, I could easily see him making upwards of 30 to 40 million um, with a, a big Italian team maybe coming in for him. I think AC Milan have been linked to him in the past uh, a few months or so. Who knows? Maybe we see big money made for someone like Balogun. So there is options. And I think that we are. Lukonga, Tavares. Yes, thank you, Chatbox. There are two other players that maybe we sell in the summer. So I think there is capital to be gained in the summer window by some of the players that we could indeed move on. Um, Kevin says, to expand, if we win the Premier League and maybe one other cup, then we easily pass the group stage of the Champions League and do well in the league. Do you think Arteta may push in the Champions League over a second league win? I don't think so. I think Arteta will always look to prioritise the competition of of the Premier League. Of course, we'd love to try and win a Champions League. Let's cross that bridge when it comes. That is going to be really important that we're patient. We don't want to get ahead of ourselves. We don't want to go too mad. Let's focus on this season. If we get into the Champions League, we can focus on that competition when when it comes around. But let's focus on first pushing through and finishing this season as strongly as feasibly possible. Um, Dan says not trying to sound negative but we don't need El Elneny next season we have enough I do disagree I think El Elneny is for what you're going to get for him is basically nothing he's not on a high wage I think he produces consistent performances of a decent level he's brilliant in the changing like in the dressing room he's a fantastic player to have in the group and sometimes you can't put a price on how important it is to have the types of characters like El Elneny in the group they are really really important and, you know, also, if you've got Charlie Patino coming through, for instance, what's the point in replacing El Nenny with, say, a mid 20s player that then blocks the path of, of, of uh, Patino when you can have El Nenny there and it enables you to kind of ease Patino in rather than having a signing come in and expect to play more and block that pathway? So I think that El Neni has his benefits of still being here next season. And I actually, in fact, do expect him to be here next season i would be surprised if they didn't activate the one-year option in his contract um blakey says do you want to see Charlie patino in the first team next season? i want to see him integrated yes uh, i think that he will be able to be given minutes off the bench i think he'll be able to be used in the cup competitions in the europa uh, in the champions league potentially next season i think there's going to be opportunities for patino and i think he needs to be shown if you're going to get him to convince him to sign a new deal that there is a future for him at Arsenal. So, yes, I would like to see Patino in the senior side next season. Uh, Leeds Gunner says, if someone offered a 60 million plus for Enketia, do we sell if it helps us buy an elite midfielder like Kamavinga? I think if someone came in with a bit of that much for Nketiah, you'd have to definitely consider it, especially when you've got someone like Balogun coming through and you've already got Gabriel Jesus here. So, I think maybe you'd have to consider it. But if you keep scoring goals and say, he's on what, nine, I think, this season? If he gets more than 20 goals this season... Why would we want to sell a player that's getting 20-plus goals for us? You know, uh, Jesus has got a challenge now getting back into this team. A really big challenge getting back into this team. And that's great. It's a really good thing for us. But, uh, yeah, we'll wait and see what ends up happening. Kevin says 28 likes and there's one 1.3 thousand viewers as shocking as Everton's performances this season. Wow. Really? Is that true? 28 likes. Come on, guys. Let's drop a like on the video. We've been getting over a thousand likes on pretty much nearly every video we've done uh, in the last few mornings or so. Please help support the channel. It means a lot when you do. uh, So please do. It's it's like... uh, If you need like a manual of instructions for for joining us in the morning shows, you get your coffee or your tea or your orange juice. You get your cereal and breakfast. You sit down, you you chuck on the show. You press the like button. You make sure you're subscribed. You sit back, relax and enjoy and listen and get involved in the chat box. That is all the instructions you need for this morning show. So make sure you do drop a like on the video. Um, Dan says, though, it does always say there's less likes than there actually are in reality. I'm sure there's probably more than that. Should we have a quick check? Should we do a like count? I'm also going to put a poll into the chat box um, regarding let's how do how should we do a uh, a poll on how much you think we'll make in terms of uh, in terms of money in the summer on player sales so let's do that how much will Arsenal make on player sales in the summer so let's ask this question so we'll have uh, less let's say less than 20 million I think we should be able to get more than that. Let's say 20 to 30 million. Uh, Add another option. 30 to 40 million. I know that we might be able to do all of that if we were able to say sell. Let's say 45 million. Uh, And then one more, 45 million plus. Let's see what you guys are saying. How much do you think we'll make on player sales in the summer? That poll is now live. Should be. Yes, it is. How much will Arsenal make on player sales in the summer? Less than 20 million? 20 to 30 million? 30 to 45 million? Or 45 million plus on player sales? Might have done it too low, but we'll see. Uh, Leeds says, uh, what about Austin Trusty. He's done well on loan. Keep or sell? How much could he bring in? Uh, I think he'd probably get around 10. 10 million plus probably for him. Um, we bought him for I think three to five million I think so you, you're more than doubling your money uh, I think regarding Austin trustee he's probably going to move to a, another championship side or a low uh, maybe a promoted Premier League team or a team in Europe I don't think he'll play for Arsenal I don't think he is of that level yet uh, and it might take too long he's already like mid-20s early to mid-20s so he's not exactly like a 20 year old defender Um, in fact he might even be 25 how old is Austin trustee quick check he's 24 he turns 25 in august so you know he's in his mid-20s already uh you can probably see him going for 10 to 15 million pounds maybe if we can get a good deal for him uh let's see what you guys are saying in the chat box uh so already nearly 200 of you have voted on today's poll. by the way if you're listening on catch up just leave your thought in the comment section below because obviously the poll won't still be there uh, at that point in time uh eight percent of you said less than 20 million 25% of you have said between 20 and 30 million. 37% of you say between 30 and 45. Uh, and 30% of you have said more than 45 million pounds. Uh, so yeah, uh, interesting, interesting. So 30 to 45, I think, is the, the middle ground for people. I think that we can get more than 45 million. If you sell players, as I say, like Nicola Pepe, Ainsley Maitland-Niles, Nuno Tavares, sambi Lukonga, Rob Holding... Um, potentially following Balogun. That could jump things up significantly. I think there are options, Austin Trusty, You know, suddenly you're starting to see things add up. So uh, I think there's potential really to see us. Pepe's done all right recently. We'll we'll hear about his improving form in January, uh, at the start of February when we do our loan show. Um, So let's see what happens. Yeah, it's worth mentioning Nelson will not be sold because his contract expires instead. So Arsenal won't make... Any money, I don't think. Unless, uh, so if someone signs them on a free, I'm pretty sure there's like a compensation thing in England or something like that. So maybe that'll happen. Um, but I doubt it'll be very much at all. Uh, and Arsenal have players out on loan as well. Don't forget, like there are some players that we just continually forget that are even <laughs> that are even here. I mean, this season on loan, we've got Balogun, Pepe, trustee, Marie. Of course, we're going to get some money from Marie. If Monza stay up, Arsenal get about 8 million, I think, from that. Alex Runnison still here, of course. Um, and as we've mentioned, A.Z. maitland if we have a look at the academy, who's on loan from the academy? Mika Bireth, interesting to see how he's going to be getting on. You've got Marcelo Flores, Tyrese John-Jules, Nikolai Moller, uh, Ryan Alabiosu, Salah Adinu-Ladamhand, I think has an actual option of around five million maybe in his contract. Omar Rekic hasn't played at all. I'm surprised actually that he's not even returned From that loan spell, but not seen any updates or news on Omar Rekic whatsoever. So, a quick check. Has he even played recently? Stats are this season five games in in the Eredivisie, adding up to 18 minutes, but no, not played at all. I'm surprised that the club haven't recalled him. Uh, Might be something to get an update on. Uh, So, That is going to bring an end um, to today's show. Uh, Leave your final votes on that poll. Very interested to get some final tallies on that. But do drop a like on the video as well. Uh, Really appreciate your time, as always. Um, And uh, I'll be back, no, not this evening, but I'll be back tomorrow morning. And, of course, we'll be bringing you a preview of that game against Manchester City probably on Thursday. That's probably when we'll be bringing you that preview show so if there is anything that big that drops we'll try and react to it as soon as possible thank you so much for listening it's been an absolute pleasure to join you as it always is have a fantastic tuesday stay safe stay well and as always up the arsenal it's the 90 plus minute by fans.